is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, RK Motorsports Consulting, and Profab Headers and Exhaust. What is up? I am David. I'm Landon. And Sterling's off again this week. Uh, Cole got another baseball game. Chicken Nugget got a baseball game. Got a baseball game. He got to, he got to hit the ball. So. Yeah, he he's probably gonna hit a home run. He might. Who knows? Who knows? So, anyway, it is nice and sunny outside. Starting to feel like summertime because you know we uh, go from winter to summer, so it's like almost ninety degrees today. So pretty hot. Um, I like it. So. But anyway, so how's school? It's been going good, but I wish it was summer so I could, you know. We just got off spring break. I know, but like summer. All summer right, well, tell break. us about. But tell us about your spring break. What'd you do for spring break? Uh, I did a lot of stuff. Um, the week of spring break, I was I went to the movie theaters that I didn't know I was going to until I got there, and then I went. To the arcade tilt, and I did get tilted on the um bumper cards because I did the spinny round globe thing, or whatever. Yeah, those are some weird bumper cars. Yeah, but you know how bad it was when I was upside down, and then my cousin Bryce would just ram into me. Felt like I was gonna fall out. <laughs> did you get scared? I did get scared. It was scary, but fun at the same time. But I did not like the person working there right now because he would all the time, um, I learned later that he would press a button and it'd make you spin around. And for the people who like actually spin like upside down and stuff, it would make it so that you would just start spinning out of nowhere. It was, I was like, I'm not doing this. Help. But um, then I went to the zoo with my little brother and my grandparents and my cousin Bryce. And it was interesting, to say the least. Did you fit in with the monkeys? Yeah, they were, you know, like brothers to me. I could see that. They said, ooh, ooh, ah, ah to me. I could see that. So what was your favorite part of the zoo? Um, The funniest part. Was turtles. Was what? The turtles. Turtles. The turtles, yeah. Kind of turtles. Uh, mm, I don't know. We didn't stay there long because. Big turtles? Little turtles? No, big turtles. It's tortoises. Yes, the tortoises. Tortoises? Tortoise. Tor- tortoise. Yes. But it was, they were doing weird stuff. So. Weird stuff. Yeah, just weird stuff. Kind of weird stuff. Like um, the process of babies. <laughs> didn't none of them fall over, did they? Oh, um, I mean, they didn't fall, but the head of the turtle I was on top was had its head down, like just all the way down. It was embarrassed, I think. <laughs> Oh, well. 
And then um, Jackson got startled by sea lion because he was looking at one pass. Then a big one came right to the window. He just looked at it and he flinched. It was funny. Real funny. Real funny. Real funny. What did he seem to like there? Sea lions and the otters. You like the otters? He would not leave the otters. My Mimo would be like, you want to go see um lions and tigers? And he said, no. Bears, oh my. Hmm? Lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Yeah. I saw bears, yes, but like they weren't coming out at first. It was a big bear. It was when it came to the window it just jumped up. I was I was intimidated. Was that the uh what kind of bear? Black bear? Uh grizzly bear. Oh grizzly. And black bear. That's a big old bear. It was a huge bear that loved playing with toys. Did they still have the um years ago years ago at that zoo, Riverbank Zoo in Columbia is where they went. Do they still have the uh polar bear there? I did not see uh, a polar bear, but also they used to have one. It was in like his enclosure and stuff. He had, he could go up on the land, but it had a big swim pool with a huge block of ice always in the middle of it. And he'd get in there and play with it. Well, we um aquarium they couldn't find the aquarium, but we think it was closed at the time. I don't know why, but it was. It's in a. Well, I know where it is. It's in a building that kind of looks closed anyway. It is. I couldn't, we couldn't find the entrance. Oh. But if there was a polar bear, that no, would be cool. Be in there. There's alligators and snakes and stuff in there. Oh. <clears throat> my grandparent, my Mima, she got so scared. Of what? Snake? Yeah, it was in like the glass thing. There was like, I think, three in there it was one on top one in the middle and i think or no it might have been two but one was on top and one's on the middle. she couldn't see it but she got close to the window closer like right up against it and then she saw a snake moving towards the glass like right there <laughs> she freaked out she she was out of there she thought we're gonna get her i think so but one of the Best parts, and I haven't had these in a while. We got dipping dots. Dipping dots. We don't ever have dipping dots around here anymore. Mm. Even I don't know at, why. even at like the um, place. Um, what's it called? The jumpy place. Defy. There, they say it looks like there's like a dipping dots machine, but you can't. It was do out of order. I know it's been out of order since like the first time they. Ever since they built the building. Yeah, that's normal. Had in places work like that. No, but why? Just take it out. I don't know. It gives me hope. <laughs> I'm like, dipping Dots, yes. And then I go over there. I'm like, dipping Dots, no. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you had a long enough spring break because, I mean, you were out for like two weeks. Yeah, I got sick for like three days. And then after that, I was starting to feel better. And then on Friday, you know, boom. It wasn't well. feeling too good. Feeling better, but not too good. And then I felt better on, I think, Sunday, Saturday, something. But I was I was kind of glad that I got sick. 
You were not not glad, but like it had a good part because I didn't have to go to school for the three days. The bad part was I was sick. The good part was I didn't have to go to school. Oh. Except for, you know, like the first 30 minutes of, Mon- you know. You know, Monday. Yeah, Monday. Two weeks ago. Two. It's all, I wish it could last longer. Three weeks. Maybe get a little bit longer summer. Why? A little longer summer? Because it lasts longer than two weeks. Oh, yeah. Oh. How long does summer last? Well, I'm not, uh, about, let's see, you get out first of June, so you only got just a little bit over a month, and you get out of school, uh, then school don't start back until mid, later August, okay, at your new so school. So, you got a little over two months. Yeah. You can get a lot of work done at the house. You're right, but <clears throat> but I could um you know run just run, just run. No, you couldn't. I can. Run. I know. I run around the house. No. Get energy. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I probably am gonna cut the grass later because cutting the grass on the elect no. Um, sitting motor or sit not sitting, <laughs> sitting zero lawnmower. Turn. Hmm? The zero turn. Yes, yeah, zero turn lawnmower. Um, is way more fun, funny, m- more fun <laughs> than having to do a push lawnmower. Like you just get to drive around. It gets done quicker. It's more fun. I get to drive around because I got a driver's license. Yes, definitely. But, yes, I do know how to drive it, and I'm very good at cutting grass. Yes. Never missed a spot in my entire life. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, well, you need to be doing that this week. I will, I'm going to be listening to music, you know, driving around. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. Yeah, do-do-do-do. That's all that's going to be music playing. you listening to? I don't know. Just be. So how was first day back at school after you haven't been there in two weeks? It felt like a Friday. It, it was like, because like, like, we didn't do anything because the Wi-Fi went out. That's terrible that school anymore can't function if they lose Wi-Fi. Yeah, but we got to talk. So it was like, yes. We never had Wi-Fi in school. Well, now everything's on the Chromebooks. So. That's terrible. Yes. I need sheets back up. Miss, my ELA teacher, Miss Woodbury, is my third period. Mm-hmm. She does do paper. We did that today. Good. We were, what you need but, to do. but, 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 we were mainly looking at the smart board because um, sh- that's where we would like get the answers. And then the sheet of paper was like the definitions, wordings, how to find it, and stuff. We only got like a month of school left, so how's the grades looking? Got five weeks. It's looking, well, you know, I was out for three days. I still got to make it up, but yeah. Hopefully I did good. But on. yeah, what? But <laughs> I have, I still have to make it up, but my grade did drop because of how, but, or how, because I was absent for those three days, and I missed a test, um, a quiz, 
uh, what else did I miss? I missed another quiz and stuff. But once I get it done, my grade will go right back up. Right back up. Shooting up. Shooting up. Shooting up. Are we talking like A's, B's, uh, D's, A's, F's? A's, and I think one or two B's. Oh, no C's? No C's. Well, right now I do until I do the assignments that I'm missing. Oh. Well, you better give them up for the end of school year. Oh, well, I only got five more weeks left. Exactly. So that means you got less time to get them up. If you think about it, it's not actually like five weeks because no, we're only got going out. Because we're only going to school for five days. Yeah, but you're also out for uh, Memorial Day coming up in May. So, What day in May? I'm not sure. It's right around your mama's birthday. Ah. Uh, but how was you, your work? I'm switching it up. I'm uh, the interrogator now. Interrogator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good, I reckon. What'd you do? Uh... I had a genius this morning that drives a school bus. He, uh, they first called and said a bus wouldn't start. And they gave me the bus number, so I ride down to the, the lot where they park the buses. And the bus that I was told wasn't there, like it was gone already. So I called back just to make sure, just to verify the bus number. And they said, yeah, that was the bus. I said, well, it's not here. Well, as soon as I hung up the phone, I looked. And that bus is driving around the yard. <laughs> well, I pull up beside the driver. I said, "Was and he stops over there. So I pull up beside him. And so I asked him, I said, was there a problem with this bus this morning? They said it wouldn't crank or wouldn't start. No, it start. It won't run over five miles an hour. <laughs> I said, well, are there any check engine lights or stop engine lights or anything? Yeah, they all on. They all on. I was going to drive it anyway, though. I said, no, you. It says stop engine. That means stop. <laughs> <sighs> That's what I have to deal with. People. People. Mm -hmm. So, I worked on that bus for a while today, and I've been working on that bus, and it keeps coming up with the same problems, and uh, just changing one part after the other, just to try to chase down the problem. Why didn't he just click stop? Well, we did stop the bus. And I had to work on it to be able to get it to the shop. Um, but that's about like, you know, kind of like the race car's been going. Ah. Legend car. I was at the racetrack for four days last week. I was mm. there Tuesday, oh, yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday mm -hmm. trying to get the Legend car to run right. And no matter what we have done, it still has the same issue. Um... Only got like I don't know. We've been trying everything at once, and then we sit down and beat our heads and think about like one little thing we might can do. And so we're gonna try that also. But on top of that, we uh, me and Papa, my dad, um, took off uh after church on Sunday. We left about one thirty. And headed to Anderson, South Carolina, which if you look at GPS, it says it's three and a half hours away. And I found a uh, found a motor on Facebook. Guy was selling uh, another twelve fifty Yamaha. Uh, so went and got a motor, uh, eight tires, um, some wheels, a uh, bunch of other stuff, 
for uh, he let us have for you know it goes with the twelve fifties. Um, so really appreciate Riley up there. He hooked us up, uh, gave us a good fair deal on 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 some parts and motor and tires and so we appreciate that. Appreciate that help up there. Um, so got it back last night. Uh, all right. I'm just putting this out there. We left at one thirty yesterday. If you look at GPS from where we were in Florence to where the shop was in Anderson, South Carolina, it says we're supposed to take three and a half hours to get there. So if you figure three and a half hours to get there, we left at one thirty. We pulled back in the driveway here in Florence at eight fifteen at night. So you got there earlier. Uh, a lot earlier. <laughs> We might have been moving, so um. so it was. Uh, we got some stuff going on, getting ready, redoing more fuel line. We've already redid all the fuel line, but redoing it, rerouting different ways and stuff like that. So that's our plan. Try to get it running. Maybe end up back out at the racetrack this week, some point. Try to test it out. I don't know yet. Um, appreciate. Steve Zacharias over there at uh, Florence Motor Speedway for letting us go out there and test all we have and try to troubleshoot all the problems and that we've been having with it. So uh, it's it's got to be something stupid. Um, so if anybody's got any suggestions, I, I'll tell everybody out there what it's doing. You be feel feel feel. feel uh, uh yeah, just just call me, message me, whatever. <laughs> Feel free to comment, to message, comment, whatever, whatever you think this may be. Uh, I can go out on track. Motor runs great. I mean, flying runs good for about two laps, <laughs> and all of a sudden, two laps into it, it acts like it runs out of fuel. It don't. It starts sputtering and skipping and popping and all that good stuff. And I can let off the gas, come in the pits, sit there, let it idle for just a little while, uh, take it back off, and it runs out there for about two laps and it does the same thing again. So, since I, I feel like I'm pretty mechanically inclined and, you know, know a decent amount about these, not saying I know everything by no means, so that's why I'm asking anybody out there, uh, this thing... We have changed all the fuel lines, fuel pump. We actually put three fuel pumps on it, three different ones on it at different times. Uh, coils, plugs, wires, uh, red box, which is ignition box. We've changed the blue plate, which is kind of like a rotor button type deal down on the motor. Um, rewired the entire car, redone our all our grounds, replaced all our switches. Um uh redone the pickup in the fuel tank um yeah so well, we've tore the carburetors down three times make sure nothing was in them no trash nothing nope they're perfect um yeah check their timing all that so if anybody else got any more suggestions y'all let me know cuz i'm 
I'm running out of suggestions. Doesn't um the legend card take a motorcycle engine? Yes, it's 1250 Yamaha motorcycle engine. 1250 Yamaha. Yep. So, anybody's got suggestions, let me know. <laughs> but, uh, oh well, it is what it is. Well, we'll find out the problem. Oh yeah, we'll figure it out. It's going to be something stupid. Something that we spent way too much money on finding. <laughs> so, but anyway, guys, well, it's time to move on to hot laps. This is Hot Laps presented by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is a. Uh, Another new uh, segment of Hot Laps brought to you as a just you just heard by SRI Performance and Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and finally we got someone on here from Stock Car Steel. It's our first time uh, actually having someone on here from Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. Beth Turner's <laughs> on here with us. Beth, how are you doing today? Well, lucky you guys. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us some today. You doing all right? I'm doing great. Good, 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 good. Doing good. All right, Beth. Well, as we ask uh, everybody comes on here, what is your position at Stock Car Steel and Aluminum? <clears throat> I actually take care of outside sales, and uh, I always do a little bit of everything, but my main job is outside sales. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So you're basically going into shops and, and stuff like that and filling orders for uh, for customers, basically? I do. I actually see customers. I do uh, some ordering, not much. Just being on the road, it's hard to pull over a lot and break out the computer and sit down and type up orders. But um, I do that as well. I can. But I mostly travel to see customers to make sure they're being taken care of, to see what needs that they might have, and always out looking for new business too. So there you go. It's also another thing to do. That's always something good to do, and um, that's what we like to try to tell people on here as well when we talk about stock car steel and aluminum is, you know, everybody relates it with the racing industry, and the racing industry is a obviously a huge portion of it, but it's not only racing. There's so much more that, that is, uh, that y'all, that places that y'all service. It's true. It's great, actually, because we're really a metal service center, so I can go and see, you know, my day is just a wide variety. I can walk into a machine shop that has nothing to do with racing and can go over to a fabricator, go see a hobbyist, go over to a, a drag guy that's just a local guy, then maybe go over to a, a NASCAR team. So it's such a variety to be able to sell DOM and not just be, you know, just associated with painted aluminum sheets. I mean, it's nice as a driver or anybody can come in and get your roll bar tubing, get everything for your chassis, get your sheet metal to build, you know, your car, just a little bit of everything, which is nice. We're not limited. So that's, that makes it really great. That's right. That's right. And that's what we've told uh, many people. Actually, we're like, hey, you want to build a deer stand? I don't care. Go go see Stock Car Steel and Aluminum. They can hook you up with all the material you need. <laughs> exactly. That is so true. So, uh, well, cool. Well, cool, Beth. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot. When you are out, traveling the roads and, you know, going to different shops and all this different stuff. What's your favorite type of shop to go into that's just cool to go into and, and see those type of needs that they need? 
Oh my goodness, that is <laughs> tough. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a really neat job because I, I, I see so many different things, and um, I've, oh goodness gracious, <laughs> um, trying to think of something I've seen is really cool. Just maybe the three D printing. Oh, and I was at a shop. I don't want to really mention just due to, I guess, people like privacy, but oh, yeah. just seeing everything with that and as far as the 3D printing with metal and just really going in and not really knowing. You could go into a, a customer that has a small shop behind his house and you're thinking, what does he have in this little small building? And there could be five CNC machines stuck back in there that they have. And it's so it is neat just to see the excitement that, what people can do and just um i guess the variety of stuff that's out there and capabilities so i guess it's it's really hard to say because i do get to see a lot of neat things especially even in racing and going to the different shops even just seeing the small guys i love that and um so i can't really say just one thing because every day is so different it's always a new adventure <laughs> it is it is i'm very lucky that's good. That's good. Well, cool deal. All right. Well, you you kind of mentioned some of them there a little while ago, but what are these some? And I know our materials out there are really countless of what what y'all can get. But what are some of the uh, what are some of the main main products that you sell? Well, of course, with racing, especially with your dirt guys, um, karting, late model, the forty one thirty is always very important. Cromali is very popular. Painted aluminum sheets. Um, your DOM tubing, um, a lot of, like you said, as far as odd jobs and different stuff, stainless steel is always something that's very popular. Um, so just a little bit of everything, that's, not one thing in particular. That's cool. That's cool. That's, uh, that, and that's what we like to hear because, um, you know, we try to tell everybody, especially in y'all's area, but, uh, if you're ever in anywhere looking for particular materials, then you can always go to stock car steel and aluminum, and it, they're going to find exactly what you need. Um, and and you know that better than I do, Beth, because y'all uh, y'all seem to have a little bit of everything. And if we don't have it, like you said, we can find it. Maybe it takes two to three. Sometimes it's, it's titanium, something that we don't stock. Like you said, we can find it for you very hopefully very easily um we've had some issues on time delay but that's with everything but i know that myself and the other salesmen go above and beyond to try to locate something if we don't stock it that's right that's right and and those time delays now as everybody knows that's just the new normal get used to it unfortunately <laughs> it is and it is and it is nice that like you said with hobbyists or somebody maybe you're just just wanting to try and do different things you can come and get a foot of this or a stick of this. We have a great drop zone in the back that they have really done a great job of organizing and making it a lot easier for the customer to come in and see what we have instead of having to go through the pile of stuff and kind of see go through that. So it's, it's nice to have that for individuals to walk in who are looking, like you said, even women who want to maybe do something outside on the patio and keep their husband busy and put up lights or they need some aluminum four by four, you know, square tubing for stuff like that. So it's just a nice um, place to be able to offer, like you said, everything from the racer to a hobbyist to a machine shop to a fabricator. It, it's nice. 
All right, Beth, now you're giving my wife ideas. You're going to have to stop. <laughs> well, I know. I Listen, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> no, I, I wish Sterling was here with us today because he's actually had to take off for his little boys baseball game because that's what he's in. He is in a uh, – because he's talked about it many times. He he runs a uh, a fabrication shop down here, and um, he's talked about many times things that they've had to look up and found that y'all have had them up there. So, uh, so it's been really cool, you know – kind of seeing the side he deals with and seeing the side that uh, the things that y'all have. And like you said, but also going back to what you said, um, and I see those posts on Facebook all the time when y'all say y'all got so much, so many drops or, you know, you got a whole, uh, <laughs> a whole, uh, box full of certain, uh, certain material is like, here, come get it. Um, that's really cool to, for a lot of customers out there, especially, I, and I just know it from the racing side, especially, um, there's always there's always these guys that can use a little piece of this, a little piece of that. Just a, I need a little bit of that. So that's exactly a, that's a really cool service. Well, you need to tell him to come up here with a truck and a flatbed, and uh, <laughs> he can get all stocked up at his shop. So, And anybody can come in. Like I said, we, we have um, the will call area. They're more than welcome to come in, and we would be more than happy to take care of them. Good deal. Good deal, Beth. Well, Beth, we sure do appreciate you uh, coming on and hanging out with us today. And um, what is the best way uh, for someone, if they're looking for materials, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you guys? They should just call our phone number at 704-664-3044. All right. And then I think the extension is two, I believe, for sales. There you go. All right, folks, y'all heard it. So any materials you guys need out there, be sure to head over to Stock Car Steel and Aluminum and uh, get supplied up. Well, Beth, like I said. Yes, please call us. There you go. <laughs> like I said, Beth, mm -hmm. we sure appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us today. And uh, can't wait to do it again. Can't wait, honestly, to get up there and see you guys. I've been saying I'm going to head up there for a while now, and hopefully I'll be able to get up there soon. Well, please make it happen. We'd love to have you up here. For sure. All right, Beth. This has been a uh, another edition of Hot Laps. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Hot Laps, and we appreciate Beth coming and hanging on, hanging out with us this <laughs> afternoon. Uh, coming on here, telling us all about stock car steel and aluminum. As you just heard from her, we can't do any better advertisement for it. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you or your company needs any type of materials out there. Be sure to give Beth and her team a call of their stock car steel and aluminum. Check them out. They uh they can hook you up with all those types of materials that she just explained to you guys. So uh, y'all go check them out. Also, while you're that way, head over to SRI Performance. They can uh hook you up with all your racing needs. Anything from springs, uh fasteners even over there because they got supply side over there now so any type fasteners abrasives all that good stuff even if you need a motor they got it in there if you need uh, i was talking to them up there the other, i was talking to eric uh last week when they were on here and now i was talking to him through the week uh, i'm looking for a set of scales every once in a while they run across a huge set of scales for a race car up there uh, even had to roll offs with it so guys head over to SRI Performance. Get all things you need for your race car today. If you're ordering online, 
when you put in that promo code CBONE10. That's C is in. Check in. B O N E 10. You get yourself 10% off at time of checkout. So head over there because they're your one stop shop for all things racing. Um, while you're there, you might can pick you up a set of ProFab headers. They got them in stock. I'm telling you, they've been uh, they've been flying off the shelves, flying off the shelves. Uh, so head over, get up there, head over ProFab headers and exhaust. Get whatever headers you need for your race car today. If it's crate, if it's super limited, uh, asphalt, dirt. I don't care what it is. They got headers for it, and they are proven, proven to make more horsepower than any other header on the market. So be sure to get your ProFab headers today. And, I mean, it's not only the the horsepower difference in it that you need. It's just the sheer quality of these headers that, that will make the biggest difference. These are a set of headers that you will put on your car and run for many, many years. I mean, it's just, it is, as they say, it is quality that wins. So head over to ProFab Headers and Exhaust. Get yourself some top-notch headers for your car today. Tell them we sent you. And uh, you know what those go real nice on, Landon? What? They go real nice on some Earl Ramey racing engine power they will hook it up make it stronger it's already strong enough Earl Ramey got the fastest motors out there mm-hmm. I might be a little biased but I think he's got the fastest motors out there I can tell you what he don't have he don't have any customer service that is second to none because that, that his is first class customer service I've <laughs> I've seen I've been with Earl before I don't care what day it is it, you tell him he needs to take a break. I don't care if Sunday at midnight he's answering customers, answering customers. He might not be always happy about that, and I can't blame him there because y'all need to leave him alone on Sunday at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, he's there to answer and do whatever he can for you. I've seen him get up at midnight from his house. Uh, somebody, you know, said he's going to tear down a motor because one of his motors won. I've seen him get up at midnight, leave his house, go to the track to help the guys pull the motor out. I know and I probably wouldn't do that. It's it's too late. It's tough. That's a, that's some customer service at its finest there. So guys, head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Get you some power for your race car today. I don't care if you're looking for a super motor, limited motor, crate motor, anything out there that, that requires a motor. Pretty much. Earl can hook you up, and he's going to have the best of the best. So head over to Earl Ramey Racing Engines, get you some power today, and while you're there, schedule you some time on his chassis dyno that will it will just uh I will show you everything you need to know. Just like we're talking about profab headers, you can try the other headers if you want. Stick a set of profabs on there while they're on the while they're on the uh, dyno, and just see the power difference. Uh, Earl's tried them. And I know that because Earl's a dealer for ProFab headers. He puts them on many, many motors because he knows the power they make and knows power it helps with his motors. So get over there. Get you some time on that chassis dyno. Check them out. 
uh, you're not gonna regret it at all. At all, at all. Also, guys, MPM, McAllister Precision Marketing. Head over to MPM today, talk with Tanya, and get yourself uh, set up for the future in racing. Uh, say, let's, let's say Landon wants to really start driving. I, I need to start driving, Dad. I'm growing up now. You want to race? I want to race. But do you want to make it? As far as you can in racing. I want to make it so far. You want to make it to NASCAR, maybe. I want to make it to NASCAR win all the trophies. Well, then you're going to need some major marketing help. And the best place to get that from is MPM. Because it is she can advance your career in ways no one else can. Uh, with her digital marketing, her... Um, Everything you need. She's on the phone every day for these. For these, uh, mo- most of them are young guys that are with her. Um, she's on the phone looking for sponsors, looking for media uh, outings that her her clients can can take on to put themselves out there. So uh, she knows the way. She could put you through some uh, courses to help you interview better. Maybe I need to take one of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, she can. Definitely, definitely improve your career immensely. Especially for a young guy. Especially for a young guy. I will say anybody that's young and they really, that is the career path that they have decided they want to take. Uh, If they're really serious about it, they need marketing help. Um, Never too much marketing nowadays, especially with social media. And that's one of the biggest things out there now is putting your name out there in front of everybody to see. So head over to MPM, uh, talk with Tanya, marketwithmpm.com. That is marketwithmpm.com. Tell me, sent you. That's what I always say. Tell me, sent you. <laughs> oh, me, oh, my. Well... Well, well, Landon. Well, 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 Dad. Did you do anything over the weekend? Uh, yes, I did. What'd you do? Uh, on Sunday I went to church. Um, I helped with the children. You know, the children. The children's. The children. Which one? Were you helping Mama? I was helping Mama. You know, I didn't get. You know, any cuts this time. Oh, good job. Thank you. I really tried. But it was an amazing time. I got to spend time with little children. Despite it, you know, me wearing a short sleeve or, yeah, short sleeve. And it kind of getting cold unless, you know, you started walking. You just sat under, you know, (laughs) the vent. It got cold. But also, when... I went to my Nana's, I drove on the golf cart, I I threw a knife, almost, almost caused a big, bad thing to happen. What'd you do? Uh, I almost hit the house, like, right back, back behind in front of the house. Why were you throwing a knife that way? Oh, because I wanted to see how far I can go, like, because I tried to hit the light or the intent. Light pole? Yeah, light pole. And I tried to go see as far as I can hit it. 
So I threw really far because I went really, like, far back, too. And it was, like, this close from, like, getting to or getting behind their fence. But other than that, it was fun. I got to watch my favorite show. Yes. What's your favorite show? The Flash. Mm-hmm. The Flash. On Netflix. Yes. My favorite show. Oh, I hear you. All right. Well, I know a place that The Flash could probably be pretty <laughs> fast around himself. Let's go to the phone. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now from uh, one of my favorite parts of the country, <laughs> actually, or well, that's where she's at now, Miss Kayla Savage. How are you, Kayla? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Oh, good deal. Good deal. All right. You are up in Morganton, North Carolina, and you are the proud owner of Horsepower Park. Yes, I am. Yes, Morganton. Uh, I love calling Morganton home. It's beautiful up here. I bet you do. That is a... Uh, that's a beautiful piece of uh, country out there. We have, uh, I was telling you before, but I said on here, we, uh, the band I used to work with, we we did some shows up in Morganton on on the Johns River up there and spent many days floating down the river up there and it was a beautiful piece of country up there. So, so love that area. So, anyway, Kayla, tell us a little bit about you, first off, and uh, how'd you get into uh, to racing? <laughs> Um, well, uh, Paul and I have been racing monster trucks, uh, since, well, he's been driving since 2006 and I started driving in 09. Um, so we raced monster trucks all over the continent, really all over North America with monster jam and quite a few others, pretty much every series. Um, and we spent pretty much every weekend at racetracks, stadiums, fairgrounds, just that's what we did. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, and that's what's really cool to still see is uh, all these racetracks still would, uh, as you know, would monster truck shows at it. And that's what um, I've taken my kids to many times. So I, I love monster trucks personally. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet so. Bet so. Um so give us a little background on that though uh you, you know you got into driving yourself and and uh how was that because it it just looks to me i've obviously never been in one but it looks like it could be so fun but yet so violent at the same time well that i mean that's exactly what it is it is so fun and it is a pretty wild ride also um I have Scott at Hooker Harness to thank, one of my sponsors for a very long time for making that wild ride not hurt the next day. Um, so I'm very grateful. I got the best seatbelts in the industry, making sure that we stay strapped in really tight when we're going for that violent ride. And um, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to describe with words, as I'm sure you can imagine, but it's a total adrenaline rush every time you leave the ramp and are flying through the air and, you know, I, I have not got to drive here yet. I've been so busy getting everything else ready. <laughs> I'm just dying to drive horsepower or heartbreaker here at Horsepower Park. Um, with the monster trucks, I, we also you know worked on promoting events and just so many other aspects of it that it's hard to get the truck out there because that's a full-time job in and of itself when you're touring. Oh, I bet so. I've always said, uh, and, and well, 
I've always said when I watch it on TV or go to a show that these things, I'm like, God, that looks like it just costs so much right there when these guys just go out there and tear it the does. front wheels <laughs> off of it and tear the bodies off of it. And then it's like next couple of days, it's back together. And I'm like, whoo, that's, that's, that's insane to me. When you're on tour with Monster Jam, that is just every week of your life. You literally go out there and destroy it and have it back to brand new uh, not even a week later because it's normally got to be sooner than a week because we got static displays and promo and stuff. So about five days later, you got to get across the country and be ready to promote the event. It's crazy life, but it's fun. I, I bet. I really bet it is. Well, let's talk about Horsepower Park a little bit. What uh, what got you into uh, into Horsepower Park? What, what started that? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, like I said, we had been on tour for so long and we have two small kids, Jackson's eight and Ryder's uh, six. And when we moved here, they were four and six. And uh, we just, you know, uh, we'd been everywhere, it seemed like. So we were ready to find home. We were from Minnesota, but we both knew that we hated winter every year. It seemed like we wanted to leave more and more. So we... uh, searched this area we really loved North Carolina and we found Antioch that we found the racetrack for sale just weird timing right as we were looking and just you know we had been on tour and we loved waking up at the racetrack on tour and I thought well there's really no place I'd rather live uh, and do a home-based business than promoting races and special events and so we're we're here that's how it kind of happened well that's awesome and uh First of all, I want to say I appreciate, you know, you stepping up uh, as any other track owner. always appreciate you guys stepping up and uh, putting a place out there for these guys to go race at and, and do what we love to do at. So we definitely appreciate that. Uh, but um, give us a little background on the park there. Well, uh, so Horsepower Park um, used to be Antioch Speedway, the Table Rock Go-Kart Speedway. Um, and the surrounding properties we also uh, bought. And um, so we bought Antioch Speedway, and we've gotten it cleaned up, and we've got the surrounding properties, uh, riding trails for off-road. We're working on some camping spots, and we're just trying to uh, make it a great place to come have fun with your family on the weekend. Well, I'm going to tell you, from all the pictures I've looked at and – uh, all the videos I've seen, those riding trails look great out there. I want to really get up there and, and go ride on them and, uh, because, like I said, I just love that part of the country and uh, riding up through the mountains. and it's, it's a beautiful area, and being able to, you know, combine the things that we love, a beautiful area and, and you know, horsepower. <laughs> it is, exactly. It is great to do up there. So uh, that that's awesome, and I can't wait to get up to it myself. But let's uh, let's go into the... the the fast, real fast part of it, real quick. Let's go to the racetrack. Um, what has been going on this year at the racetrack? Well, we uh, we opened up North Carolina's fastest half mile. Um, used to be Antioch Speedway. Uh, we have a point series uh, this year for 2022. Um, it's 14 events with a points championship um, in November, and we have it going every other Saturday. It's alternating with. Um, friendship speedways schedule and we're just really excited to have the 
track functioning and going again. I'm having a great time promoting it. That's a uh, dirt track racing is always a fun event. It can be uh, very challenging, as you know, but it's always a fun <laughs> event. Um, it is is so much fun. And uh, how many classes you are having running up there? Uh, we're running six main ones, and that's um, the six oh two late models. Pro 4, Renegades, Thunder Bombers, Front Wheel Drive, and Young Guns. And then we also have uh, the Mideast Modified Tour coming, and we're working on sprint cars. There you go. That's going to be awesome. If you're working on sprint cars, yeah. that would be a cool show there. <laughs> we don't ever get sprint cars down here, so we uh, we always like to see them come around. Um, well, good deal. Well, what are some of the uh, what, what are some of y'all's upcoming events? Well, we have a race this weekend. Um, I checked, and the weather is supposed to be absolutely gorgeous all weekend long. So uh, we have that going on. We have a race Memorial Weekend as part of Bootleggers Bash, which is actually a Sunday race. And I know that don't happen too often. Um, the Mideast Modified Tour is coming June 11th. Uh, and the Thunder Bomber shootout is June 15th, the week after that. We have a lot of awesome races coming up um, this spring, and I think it's just going to be so cool to see the track functioning. We had our first one March 6th, and like you said, there's some challenges. Uh, it ran through my head many times. If this was easy, everybody would do it. Right. Um, but I know that this next one coming up, we've just got uh, – much better grip on it and got that first one under our belt and i'm ready to see it happen again that's right that's right that's always the uh that first one's always the toughest so it'll, it'll be it'll get much better from there as you know and uh so it's it's gonna be fun yes. it's gonna be fun i can't wait to see the cars on the track up there see more and more more and more bigger crowd show up i, I know uh i've seen some things on there our friends from sri are are putting are helping out a little bit Yes, Corey's going to be here with the parts trailer. I'm really excited to have that for people to provide whatever they may need. So if they have breakage during the event, they can get back on the track. I would have loved that in monster trucking days if there was a parts <laughs> trailer just sitting there for me. So I think that's awesome that they make it out to the track. I love that. Yeah, that is really cool. Really cool of them. And that's what we, we try to tell everybody about SRI is uh, – they pretty much bring their whole store in a trailer <laughs> to the track. So uh, if any of them guys need parts out there, go visit that trailer. They'll have it for sure. Uh, well, good deal. What about uh, what about the trail riding stuff? Is is all that open for the season? Uh, yes. So one thing I wanted to say on here is for like the race teams that come out, um, when you buy a pit pass, you can actually come Friday and camp if you want and stay till Sunday. The camp or the pit pass includes camping and your uh, open ride pass for the trail riding. So, you know, you bring your four wheeler for a pit bike or whatever. You can actually with your pit pass, go on the trails and go check everything out. Um, wow. as far as that goes too. Wow. That's, that, that's worth the price of admission right there. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a great deal for that, weekend entertainment. That is a perfect deal. That's a perfect deal. Good deal. Well, awesome. Kayla, well, I appreciate you, uh, coming on here and hanging out with us for a few today. Um, what is the best way to find out everything everybody needs to know about horsepower park? 
uh, you can go to horsepowerpark.com, and that has all the details about our riding, racing, and camping. Or you can go on our Facebook page and check out uh, the photos, and our posters have all the event information on them. Also, uh, either we have Facebook, Instagram, online, all sorts of ways to get in touch and find out our latest events. Good deal. Good deal. All right. Well, I think you need to, uh, after you get this track, you know, up and running to your liking, I think it's about time to get back in that monster truck, I think. Bootleggers Bash. <laughs> Bootleggers Bash is when I'm making my return to the track. There you go. So everybody be there. We got to see this. Yes. Definitely <laughs> going to be a good time. That's going to be great. Moonshine, music, and motors. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That is going to be an awesome event. So everybody check it out. Um Great facility, uh, getting better and better every day with, with the help. Yes, that's Kayla what Savage. we're working on. Thank you for having me, and I hope to see you up here at a race soon. All right, Kayla, we sure do appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, thank you again to Miss Kayla Savage, owner-operator there of Horsepower Park, the old Antioch Speedway, new Horsepower Park. Everybody get up there. They got some cool stuff going on up there. Um you're going to want to get out there. And like she said, great riding trails. Take your whole family out there. That is a family event, family uh, uh, playground, more or less. We'll say it like that. It's got something for everybody. So uh, me and Landon need to go up there and watch some monster trucks when Miss Kayla gets back in them. I would not mind to go watch some more rock. Ron, monster, yeah, I'd love to watch. Get monster. your words out. <laughs> I'd love to watch more monster trucks. It's my favorite. She's that's, that's a cool deal they got going on up there at Horsepower Park. So y'all go uh, check them out. Visit their website. Visit Facebook. Uh, anything. See all all the stuff and events that they have going on up there. Y'all really enjoy that for sure. Um. So. So. I thought you were gonna say something. Oh, I was yawning. Um, I was yawning. Why are you yawning? Oh no! Cause school made me tired. It's all school's fault. <laughs> Just makes you tired. 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 Yeah. School, like you don't get any fun. Does not a like in courtyard only lasts like five minutes. You growing up, you don't need recess. I know, not but recess. You want some monkey bars or something out no, there? No, I just want like swing set. I just want to like in free time or something, just like extra courtyard. Like, well, then you'll be there till five o'clock in the afternoon. Not five o'clock, like just like another five to ten minutes. Okay, well, then you'll have to stay at school for another five to ten minutes. I know, but it'd be courtyard. Yeah, well, I'd rather have no courtyard and just get it done with. No. I'd be like, cut courtyard, cut lunch to ten minutes. Just let's get this done with. Lunch at ten minutes? Yeah. Why? Just to get it done with. I don't think you with. can do it ten minutes, can you? Why can't you? Isn't it like a... District rule? Ah, probably so, but I'm saying just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I ain't worried about the rules. I'm just saying that's what I'd oh. rather do, just get the day over with. Yeah. Let me out early. And then just cut it down to four subjects with PE. 
We'll see. Well, and when you go to, well, I don't know what your new school. I don't know how many subjects they do. They do. Well, I know when I was in high school at West Florence, we had four classes a day. There were longer classes, though. Uh, yeah. That's what um, my friend Jaden said while he's going to that school. He says it's just longer classes. Yeah. But there is, like, fun times in between with good food. Oh, I'm That's a, all you're worried about is the food. I mean, when you've been going to a, a public schools, they have the best thing I think they've ever served is the cereal. Because they just, like, buy it from the store. Um, It's just... What was your favorite cereal? Oh. Um, them? Uh, Crazy Crunchy Squares? I, I do like the Crazy Crunchy scare- Squares. Squares. Open oh. your mouth. <laughs> um, I also like Cocoa Puffs. Crazy Crunchy Squares, for everybody who don't know, that is... um. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yes, yeah, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's what Jackson calls them. Is it bad? I was about to say the snack that smiles back. What is that? Goldfish. Oh. I was about to say the saying for crazy crunchery squares. Crunchery Crunchery, yeah. But I also like Lucky Charms on Captain Crunch. I don't like Lucky Charms. You like Captain Crunch? I like Captain Crunch. Fruity Pebbles takes the cake, though. I love Fruity Pebbles. I have to. I love it. I if that's the only thing I could eat for breakfast and lunch, I would do it. Yeah, and maybe dinner. You're weird. Yeah, I I know I'm weird, but cereal's the best. It's one of the best things. Eh. I mean, it's it's good. It's one of the best breakfast. I things. couldn't tell you the last time I've had cereal. I had a cereal last night. A cereal. A, one. I had cereal last night. I went Just to one. I went to my grandparents' house. Your mom and dad, my nana and papa. Um, I went there after watching the Flash and being up under the covers of the bed in the guest room that is now my room. Um. Mine and Jackson's room, but you know. I, th- I was going to say, I think more like your and Jackson's room. Yeah. But after that, I went in there and I was like, the chicken and the rice, it's amazing. But like, it just gets so caught up in my braces and it's so hard to get out. So I was like, hey, Nana, can I have some cereal? She looked at me. She said, sure. <laughs> Sure. So she grabbed the ball. I grabbed the um, cereal, the milk. She said, go sit down. And she made it. She gave it to me. And I'm just saying, we we got to go back. We got to go. Got to go fast. Got to go fast. Mm-hmm. Got to move at the speed of sound and be the fastest at jog all around. We got to, just like your Legends card is going to be. <laughs> well, if it can make it over two laps, I'd be, I'd be glad. If it can make it the entire race, because you could, you could do some serious damage to that track. Well, I tell you, someone who did some serious damage to some tracks this past weekend uh, was this next man coming on the phone here, ladies and gentlemen, on the line now. 
man picking up his first super late model win this past weekend, Mr. Carson Ferguson. Carson, what is going on, my man? Oh, nothing much. Just typical Monday wash day. <laughs> no, it's not a typical Monday wash day, man, because there's some winning dirt on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not... <laughs> Makes it a little easier after a win, of course. <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. Well, man, we sure appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us today. Um, but, man, I want to get back. We know you. we've seen you around tracks everywhere, man, and obviously not just in late models and stuff, seen you in other stuff. So I actually want to go back and get a little bit of history on on, on you and your racing. And, and uh, uh, where did you get your start at, buddy? Uh, so we started off in dirt uh, go-karts. Um, you know, my, my grandpa raced uh, dirt track. My dad dragged raced. Um, my cousin Chris, he ran dirt go-karts at the time. So we were kind of, you know, going to his races. And then uh, my dad had me and, um, you know, I sparked an interest in it. And he, he got me on a go-kart. And really, ever since then, we've been hooked. Uh, so that was when I was three. Um, when I, when I turned eight, we got into the Bandolero cars and then, um, you know, we won some national championships and, uh, had successful years in that. And then, uh, once 2012 came, we got in, uh, got into the legend car stuff and, uh, was real successful in that with uh, national championships as well. And then we got our feet wet and the dirt stuff around 2014 or so. And then, uh, the past few years we've been full-time dirt. That's cool, man. Well, I, well, going back to the, uh, go-karts, I know that was when, uh, when you were younger and stuff, but, uh, do you remember what kind of chassis you were running on the go-karts? Uh, I was always Ultramax. Ultramax um, guy. Yeah. I mean, you, you start off on those little kid carts. I don't That's remember right. what it was, yeah. but, um, but, and then, you know, once I only think I, I think I only made it to like purple plate or so, but, um yeah we were always on the on the ultra max and uh just kind of going racing with my brother-in-law and uh my cousin there and uh just trying to get our feet wet and you know it kind of was a a point made early and even in go-karts uh we didn't never run the same track you know every week um that just it was best if i'd I felt it was best if I went around and ran a lot of other tracks and just got, got our feet wet. You know, half the time we're getting our teeth kicked in uh, <laughs> by doing that. But um, I feel like in the long run, it definitely makes you better. Oh, it definitely does. Definitely does. I I just like to always ask people that question as far as chassis-wise because, you know, that was kind of always a big point in go-karts for whatever reason because I grew up racing myself in go-karts. And uh, we were always right. – uh, we, we were we – were, I was a phantom guy myself, so – you know, <laughs> yeah, we always ran, we always ran the Ultramax and, um, you know, Dennis Lambert at the time, he was pretty big into oh, the yeah. go-kart stuff and, uh, him and Jim, Jim Sanford, they were, yep. they're always the two in my corner really. Um, and then we, like I said, we got in the, in the Bandoleros and, uh, the legend cars and even in the legend cars, Dennis, he was a big part of my, uh, coming up i guess and getting me started in those as well well i want to go to the legend cars real quick because you know me at uh 35 just decided hey let's get a legend car why not <laughs> <laughs> so i need to know i need to know all your all your all your tricks and these things man because i'm gonna tell you what these are some tough little cars to drive oh yeah they're <clears throat> i mean just 
in general, just getting around the track, um, you know, they're really, out of all the cars I've drove, they're, they're probably the most challenging, just trying to, they're so light, you know, they got a small tire, um, a lot of, a lot of power too. Um, you really got to use the, use your foot and it really teaches you how to roll the throttle and stuff like that. Uh, I feel like, so, um, like I said, I, I drove for a lot of good people. Uh, the Latigas, Timmy and Cheryl Latiga, they, um, they kind of, they were the first one, they're the first people I ever really drove for. Um, you know, and that kind of opened my eyes early where, you know, if I could, I, I don't have the best attitude off track, but if I can kind of, kind of tame myself off track, you know, after a bad night, um, you know, there are always people watching. So, um, kind of growing up and we always worked on our own stuff and always did bandos and legend cars by our, our, you know, we had a lot of help through the years too, to help us get to where we were. But, um, like I said, in the, in 20, 2014, the end of 2013, the being beginning of 2014, uh, we we got teamed up with the Latigas and um, we really had a record year in 2014 and um, just ever since then, you know, driving or you know Stephen Ross, uh, Joe Ryan, Martin Arstead. There's a lot of a lot of great people in the legend cars and um, I think it really, if you look at the people that came up through them, it really shows uh, how good they can help you. Not not to really just stick on this, but is it uh especially these last few years I've seen. A few times, it seems like you're the hired gun every once in a while when it comes to legend cars. There's a big race coming up. Uh, let's, let's put Carson in there. He'll, he'll put it up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, I mean, just like anything. The more experience you get, the better. And, um, you know, just like if you put, uh, I mean, Dennis Lambert, he can, he can get around in anything as well. But um, he raced just like go-karts or anything else. Um, just like Jimmy Johnson in a cup car, if you put him back in, he's going to be back up front. So um, I've been fortunate enough to make a good name for myself just with the people behind me um, and making me have the best car out on track really every time. So uh, they've made my job a whole lot easier. Uh, that means a whole lot there. All right, well, moving on from that, buddy, you uh, said moved up into – into dirt track stuff after that, um, you know, more big time there. Where did you uh, get your start in dirt cars? Uh, we started in a 2013 Warrior. Um, I, I think we got in 2014 from my cousin Chris. Uh, we That was really my first big time or big first time in a big car. Um, we I had zero idea what we were doing, uh, Chris and them. Chris and Brian, they were, they helped us a lot, but, you know, we put a smaller motor in than what they had and they were really busy. Uh, I think they were just getting into the Longhorn after that. Uh, so they were, they were really focused on doing that. We basically got the car from them and they were like, well, good luck, have fun. And we <laughs> used our trailer a few times uh, and they went with us, but you know how it is. Everybody's first few times, it's, uh, you're just trying to make finish a race and you're not really learning anything or learning what adjustments to do until you get comfortable in the car so uh me and my dad we we did that and started keeping it up and we raced it really a handful of times from 2014 to 2017 and we it came to a point where we were debating on what to do Uh, it's time for me to go college um and 
we were going to sell the warrior car. It wasn't outdated, but if we were wanting to, we're too competitive and we're wanting to go out nationally and anything we do. Uh, so to do that, you got to have the new and the best thing. Uh, so we decided to sell the warrior and we got the uh, new rocket and we decided to do that fast track tour in 2019. And that was our first, first full time year. And we did, we won the championship there and struggled a lot in 2020, which was really a good and bad thing. Uh, Cause it, it stressed me and dad and the whole team out. We were ready to quit. I uh, posted all myself stuff <laughs> for sale. And uh, two days later, um, I got the call from Wesley Page and Donald Bradshaw to, uh, you know, put together this whole deal, um, which eventually led me to getting into the super stuff. But it started with a crate car last year. And um, like I said, it was really, it was really a good and bad thing that how 2020 went. Yeah, well, and that's really funny too because a friend of mine actually up in Ohio has that old car that he bought from me. Josh Dietz has that car, and yes. he was a uh, he ran pretty good with it the other night. Actually, I think he ran third with it. Yeah, uh, for some reason he can. Uh, <laughs> he's doing real good with it. I um, we we had some. I I wasn't really good enough at diagnose, diagnosing diagnosing uh, uh, any problems um, that I had with it at the time. Um, and, you know, I think I had a rear end issue, shock issue, uh, like a hub issue a couple of times. It was just a lot of things, and I really didn't know what I was doing um, to fix the problem. I felt like I knew how to, what I wanted the car to feel like, but at the same time, I was I was magnifying my problem with some of the stuff I was doing. So um, once he got the car, he's really he's done really good. I feel like getting it to go back again. And uh, the Longhorn just really seems to, to fit me a little better anyways. Well, and that's what I was actually getting at was, um, it's really funny because we've seen this through multiple drivers. Um, you included, uh, there be a certain chassis that just fits their style of driving. And you, it seems like that Longhorn is really fitting your style of driving. Yeah. Um, I feel like I just drive it way too much. Like a, an asphalt car i don't i really don't hustle the car i feel like like i need to uh you know whenever it's smooth and whenever the pace slows down i feel like i do better but when the tracks hammer down uh, i definitely gotta get better at that but um the way that weight distributes and all that between the longhorn and the rocket um we were always I feel like we're always better and more suited for the Longhorn. Um, just knowing that they were a steer car as opposed to a tractioned up car like the Rocket was. Um, but I mean, Rocket, you know, Steve Baker and Mark Richards, they really took care of us when we were when we were running their stuff. And it wasn't one of those deals where we were trying to, you know, it, we, we were running terrible. So we just decided to switch cars to whatever was winning at the time. But uh, this deal with Donald Bradshaw came in and they run Longhorns with Tim McCready and everything. So exactly. um, it really, I called Steve Baker and, and Mark and told them it wasn't, we didn't have a change of heart just because we were running bad. Um, it was just kind of the, the deal that was, that was brought to hand and I couldn't turn it down. And uh, they were very, um, they were very happy for me, I felt like, and uh, they understood as well. For sure, and that's what is uh that's why I've always said is great about the especially the dirt racing world is um you know everybody's competitive obviously, and all these chassis builders want you know 
they want as many people driving their stuff as they can. But everybody, at the end of the day, everybody's happy for everybody to be out on the track running. And it's, it's like they say all the time, a, a high tide rises all ships. So when everybody's doing good, it's better for the whole sport. And it, it always seems like that to me around most dirt tracks. It, everybody's more or less happy for everybody. It, obviously, they want themselves running better, but they're more or less happy for everybody with whatever they're running and doing good in. Yeah, sir. It's but especially with the way it is now, there's so many people trying to do it for a living, you know, including myself. So we got to do what's best for us at the end of the day. Um, so if you're, you can only, uh, I wouldn't say be loyal to a certain, you know, for so long, but, um, you know, at some point through the struggling process, there's got to be a change once it gets to a certain point. So, right. um, but like I said, I've been, I've been fortunate with, with Donald and Gina Bradshaw and Wesley Page, uh, to have them in my corner, it's uh, definitely the biggest thing. Well, let's talk uh, about that. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Um, that's kind of a you know, obviously a pretty recent deal. Still, uh, you getting on board with Donald and Gina there, and and Wesley, and uh, uh, how did all that come about? Uh, so I've known Donald and Gina for a while. Um, really, I've really known Donald for a while, but our paths have just never crossed. Um, I felt like I wasn't, I don't, I don't know how much he watched me growing up. He said he used to watch me at the summer shootout, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, I've known, like I said, I've known Donald and Gina and Wesley for a while and, uh, 2020 really took a toll on us. So when we went to, we, we, me and dad decided with two races left in the year, like if this, if this goes good, keep going. If not, we need to, need to look and see what's, what's next for us. Um, and that next race, we got thrown out at the scale after running second. Uh, we had just switched to that E85 fuel, burned a lot more, a lot of cautions. Um, and then we, we were five pounds light, so we didn't win any money. And then we went to the Smoky Mountain and blew our motor up. So it was, we were like, well, man, we're, we need to just sell everything and uh, see, what's, see what's next for us because it was making – you know, everybody mad at each other and, and you know how it is whenever you're running bad. Um, so I, I had actually put my stuff up for sale and that evening I texted Wesley page and asked if he had, if he needed any crew help or, um, any help, you know, in the shop through the rest of the year. And if he, if he had a car for me to drive, then I would of course drive it as well. And, uh, he didn't really say anything. He was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Uh, and Donald called him the next morning after he saw I posted on my stuff for sale and actually asked him if he had anything that I could drive. Um, and if, if that was anything we could work out and Wesley basically told me, I was like, they're, you're not going to believe it, but he actually asked me the same thing last night. So, um, like I said, the, the struggling year of 2020, just, uh, it's kind of weird how everything happened. Um, but at the same time, I feel like it was all meant to be. For sure, and uh, it it seems like it those those lows can really help you appreciate the highs for sure. Oh, you really don't know what the problem is, so you're working in the shop late at night and trying to trying to figure it out, and you go back to the track and you think you have it fixed, and then you go out and you don't. So, um. Whenever it's going good, it's going good. You just got to ride with it like 2019 was. But 
2020 really makes you question what you were doing. <laughs> I hear you there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, interview is brought to you by Profab <laughs> Headers and Exhaust. And um, Carson, I know, uh, I know, you know how those Profab headers can really uh, help out a ride there. Yeah, it's funny because I never, you know, you you always see people promoting a product and stuff like that, but um, and you really you're just like, well, that's overrated, you know, whatever. And I think I saw, I think Dylan Brown was the one I first saw it. Him and Chris at a crate race. Um, I think that was the first time I talked to Andrew, and you know they were saying it's it's so much better this and that. I was like, whatever. So I put I finally got a set, put them on. Um, and it was, you know, I could feel it on the starts and everything. And I think that's where the crate races are one are on starts. Um, but I definitely could could feel it. And me and since then, me and Andrew have been really close. He helps me out a tremendous amount and goes racing with us here and there. So um, he's definitely been a good one to have in my corner as well. I was fixing to say I've I've seen where uh where Andrew's been uh riding around with y'all some <laughs> from from state to state it seems like yeah he'll he'll go racing with us he'll uh he won't really get his hands dirty on the car no that's not gonna <laughs> happen that's not gonna happen no <laughs> looking pretty so uh, no he's like I said he's been a big help uh, both on track and off the track and uh, he's definitely He's a good friend to have as well. He's a good dude. He really is, and uh, appreciate him and Profab Headers coming on board with us also. Um, all right, well, that brings us up to, like we said, you know, you being in a super has been very limited time still, really. I mean, it's very recent. Um, knock down your first win this past weekend at Crossville Speedway. Man, congratulations on that. Thank you. It's <clears throat> I grew up racing or watching all the super guys and um, just being able to race with them in my first few races is I, I feel like I do more, more watching than I do driving when I'm out there with them. Uh, you know, just being on track with JD and Owens and um, you know, all the, all the big guys, like I said, growing up, uh, it's been, I've learned so much with them just in the handful of races that we've done, but, uh, I'm real, I'm real happy with everything, how it's went so far. Um, at the same time, I feel like it's, it's supposed to, we should be where we are right now, just with the equipment and everything we have. Um, you know, I've got, uh, with Donald, I've got Kenny Lamb, uh, where we're actually at his shop right now. So I've always got him, uh, with any questions I need on the motor and, we're real close with everybody at Longhorn and Wesley Page with the shocks with Bill Steen. So I feel like I have everything I need to perform. It's just up to me at making the, the right adjustments at the track and making sure I get it done on the track as well. Well, man, I don't like to uh, talk about too much other drivers when I have a, a driver on, but I do want to talk about just a, just a brief minute since you do have family, obviously in the sport that a lot of people know, um, you, you and Chris Ferguson, um, has you know when you've come up to supers and stuff we know you obviously raced and you said that they when they got your first car from them it was just kind of like here you go all right have fun <laughs> um since you've been coming up and chris has been doing these super things for a while now have you gotten any pointers from him or anything yeah yeah of course him and uh like i said when i first started him brian and brandon 
I was so green to everything and really didn't know anything. Uh, you know, I didn't, I really don't know how much they, they could help me until I got to the point where, you know, I, like I said, I could start uh, feeling adjustments and um, being consistent. So we didn't really run enough at the beginning to do that. Um, but here the past few years, uh, all of them have been in my corner as well. Uh, you know, I got, I feel like I got Brian on speed dial, um, especially when we were racing on our own. And, you know, anytime I have a question with anything, Chris is always open to, to helping me and he'll come up, come up and give me a hard time at the track as well. But uh, <laughs> when we're on track, I feel like now that we're getting to race against each other, we're, we're racing each other really hard just so we can say who beat who at the family dinner and stuff. But, um, and that's, it's been really fun and hopefully we can, hopefully don't have any run ins on track, but if we do, it's, uh, I guess it's just racing. Well, that's why I was fixing to ask, are you going to give him any extra room? I wouldn't, I mean, he's a buddy of mine too, but I wouldn't give him any extra room. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. We were, we ran side by side a little bit at the blue gray at Cherokee. Um, before he ba- had bad luck, but um, I feel like we were racing each other pretty hard. Not too hard, but I feel like we'll get uh, get more aggressive through the years. There you go. There you go. Well, cool, man. Well, cool. All right. Well, tell us about it. Obviously, you said this is the level you feel like you should be at. Um, tell us about the race, how you felt the race went uh, in, in route to your win. Um. I feel like qualifying went really well. Uh, we went with a harder tire, so I didn't really, I didn't want to go out there, but with that tire, um, but we had talked to, we actually talked to Randy Weaver and he said a 1600 will win the race. And I think Dakota Knuckles, who started second, put a 1600 on and he ended up getting into a lap car and spinning. Um, so I was the first one, you know, in the top five at that point with a 1600 and the restarts were we're very hectic, especially with uh, the real aggressive driving with Corey Hedgecock and Garrett Smith. Um, I was trying to create some space just to have a chance to, to slow down and miss whatever was about to happen. Um, and then right when I did that, Kyle Beard, he slid me and passed me, and we were lucky enough to cross him over, but I really didn't want to. At that point, I knew I couldn't just sit there and ride behind them and wait for them to do something. I had to go, and uh, I was right behind them, and they, like I said, they, they got the driving real aggressive and aiming for each other, it looked like, and then their whole deal happened, and we wound up restarting second. Um, and I drove into, right before the caution, I think Corey started around the top, and I really didn't really didn't pay any attention. I was just trying to drive it straight through the middle, um, and miss whatever they were about to do. And then on the restart, Garrett started to my inside, and I drove in really hard on the top just to give myself more space because I didn't know I didn't know how aggressive he was about to be. <laughs> but it kind of helped me because I slid up the track, and um, it really felt good up there. So I just committed to running up there and running hard to get my right rear tire hot, and uh, it fired off, and uh, it was just a – I feel like it was a matter of time. Just had to be as clean and aggressive as I could. Well, man, you sure made it look good out there. And uh, like we say, congratulations on it, man, because that is – I felt like it was coming, coming soon. Uh, kept having some really good runs, and uh, it was funny. I, I remember you were racing at uh, – I think it was Cherokee. 
and uh Andrew's texted me the whole time and uh because he was down there and he was he was so excited and I told him then I was like man it's it's coming they're gonna get a get a win under the belt and when the first one comes I think more is gonna follow so congratulations and uh man I, I I sure hope that there's gonna be plenty more to follow I pretty much know there will oh I sure hope so it felt too good for it to only happen one time it's uh That's right. I got hooked on it's been a while since we won but I'm definitely hooked on it again and um i got i need to thank my sponsors real quick uh don and gina bradshaw they've given me a lot um along with wesley page and uh hoopah grading out of charlotte uh they're definitely a a, a, the biggest one of the biggest reasons that we're racing like we are right now um mega plumbing of course with donald uh and then kenny lamb for he's given us a shop like i said and uh being a little mentor he's he's supposed to be babysitting us but sometimes we're having to babysit him <laughs> uh that night owl contractors and new point light design with wayne uh, my my old work tiger precision products uh, superior trailer uh dunwells live oak dentistry schaefer's oil uh profab john page racing harmenko's restaurant um all our, we have a lot of great product sponsors that uh, even though you don't, it's hard for them to give free stuff, but, um, every little bit they give it, it does help a lot. Um, so MPI, FK rod ends, crate insider, Carolina roofing, uh, KRC products or power steering. And then wilds drive shaft and hooker harness. Um, they, they definitely, uh, give us what we need to go racing and give us the best on track that we can do. For sure, man. It, uh, as they say, it takes a village, and uh, that's a village of sponsors on there, and that's what, what we got to have nowadays. And man, I it, it's it's so good to see you coming up through there and uh, making a name for yourself. I, I I'm really enjoying watching it, man. Well, I really appreciate it. Thank you. Not a problem at all, buddy. Well, man, I sure appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us tonight, and um, I can't wait to uh, well, one, get to your track and hang out with you some, and uh. Well, watch it myself. I might actually come try to get my hands dirty a little bit since Andrew won't, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> anytime we uh, we have a really good crew that helps us. Um, <laughs> they don't always get to come, but uh, Cameron and Ethan they've been with us a long time. Of course, my dad's always there. Uh, my girlfriend Michaela comes as much as she can uh, between school and work. Um, and then my buddy Brandon he he comes as much. And here lately we've had. We, we hired Andrew Stewart uh, to help us, and me and him have been friends for a few years. Um, it's really good to hang out in the shop with him and get to work with him as well. And then uh, my little buddy Aiden, he, we always give him a hard time, but he's he's good help as well. For sure, man. It's always fun when you can have you have friends and buddies around you while you're doing what you love to do. Yeah, I know I'm hard to put up with sometimes, but uh, they always – they always seem to, you know, just let it roll off their shoulder if I ever get ill off the track. Um, like I said, I, I got to work on my attitude when we're running bad, but uh, whenever we do, it's it's good to have them around even on the bad days. Oh, yeah. It's it's always cool. Well, man, you always been cool with us when, or with me whenever I've – I've come around Charlotte and stuck a camera in your face while you're still in the car and everything. <laughs> and, and so I always appreciate that, man. And – uh. And appreciate you coming on here and hanging out with us too, buddy. So, but uh, what's up next for you guys? 
Uh, we'll take this week off and just kind of go through everything. And then our next uh, two weeks after that will be the conclusion of the spring nationals with Ray Cook. We'll go to East Alabama, uh, not this weekend, but the next. And then the following week, I think it's Boyd's and Livonia. Um, so we're going to try and make sure we got – we. Uh, you know, get everything ready the best we can and finish out those points strong. There you go. There you go. Well, cool deal. Guys, if y'all are uh, out there and uh, hit a, hit, want to see Carson race, and y'all head out to one of those tracks. And But we'll definitely be uh, watching and rooting you on, man. That's for sure. Yes, sir. Well, I really appreciate it. All right, buddy. Well, we appreciate you coming on tonight, and uh, best of luck at the next one, and congratulations again. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Carson Ferguson. Congratulations to him again. Getting picking up his first super late model win at the Southern National Tour there. Um, appreciate him coming on, hanging out with us again this evening. Anyway. What you think about it? Ooh, I think I think it was pretty good. I'm <laughs> glad he won a race. Good race. Good race. Good race. Good race for sure. Well, cool deal. Well, what's the rest of your week looking like? Uh, No school. No, you're going to school. Dang it. You going to help us work on the car? I don't know. I'll try. I'm going to learn. Learning is. You got to come out there to learn. No, I don't. I just don't don't know, like, how to learn. You don't know how to learn. Because you guys are working on well, we it. we got to put a motor in the car so you can learn how to put a motor in. I can, yes. And I will learn and I can do it all by myself. No, I don't know about doing it all by yourself. <laughs> but, I mean, it's not that bad. But you can come learn that. I can. Um, we'll be doing that the rest of the week. I can probably. smooth the tires. Smooth. Or make it gripper, gripper. No, not a word. You don't want it to be gripped? Or do you want grip? No, I want it to be gripped up. Then we are going to grip it up. Mm. Somehow. Some way. Mm. It will happen. Maybe. Mm. Find out next time on Chicken Ball Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, that's going to be my rest of my week is uh, replacing motor in a legend car. Gonna pull the other one out. Nothing really wrong with it, but got this one. Looks like a nice motor. Seems to be a nice motor. Put this one in. We're gonna freshen the old one up some and uh have it as a spare. Then probably, you know, sit it around and first next year maybe put it back in. Who knows? Then rebuild this one. Maybe. But also I have something I think I'm probably gonna be doing this week. What's up? Well, from right now, what from what I know, rest of my week is probably I'm probably gonna cut grass either today or tomorrow, I believe. Or and um I'm also going to hop on your old computer that's in my room, Nash. It's my computer, I think. Um and I'm going to video edit for my project in social studies. Oh. Yep. The real editor. I'm, soon I'm going to be editing your podcast like pro. Well, I'd love for someone to edit it for me. Well, you know, once I learn how to, you know, 
I can. You can be my producer. That's fine. Oh, uh, yeah, but you gotta make sure to put me in like the ending of everything. You know, like produced by Landon Rogers. We'll call you the executive producer if you learn how. To oh, do it. I don't have to do it. Executive. Oh, executive producer Landon Rogers. You know how good that would look. Like you know, how cool. It I would could. look great to me. <laughs> I, I love doing this podcast. I do not like editing. It's not hard. It's just time consuming. Well, I got time. Well, exactly. You got time. I don't have time. See, I'd love to leave here right now and go ahead and start working on a race car. <laughs> it's you edit. I mean, you know, I can learn it by myself with a few, you know, YouTube videos, maybe. It's fine with me. <laughs> go for it. But anyway, all right, guys. Well, think that's gonna about do it for us this week um we didn't really talk about nascar racing from this past week too much we had a bunch of guests on here which was really awesome i like having guests on here um ross chastain picked up his second cup win there at talladega um xfinity race really cool to watch um noah gregson won but what was really cool to see and maybe just just me personally was jeffrey earnhardt getting in a Richard Childress number three with Larry McReynolds as crew chief. They sit it on pole and was able to pick up a second place finish. So that was really, really awesome. Um, so that's that pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, but anyway, guys, all right. Well, I think that's going to about wrap it up for us this week. Want to thank, as always, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, RK Motorsports Consulting, and ProFab Headers and Exhaust. Thank them for all they do, providing us with some uh, cool people to come on the show, hang out with us tonight. Um, that was really cool. Uh, so, but also, ladies and gentlemen, um, want to give a shout out to, we'll have to get him back on the show here soon. Uh, Cole Vanderheiden, Cole Train, taking on his first 305 race this past weekend in the sprint car, 305 sprint. Um, didn't, didn't make the main, but it don't really matter. His first race out, he come home clean, uh, ran all the laps, which was really good. Um, that's what you need. Um, out there where they are, it was, it was tough to make that main. So just making the laps is getting experience so that's really cool but you guys head over to forward bite get you some cool apparel forward bite apparel uh y'all y'all gonna need some of that cool stuff here for the summer uh so get over there get some t-shirts get all the track apparel you need if you don't want to you know some people like to like to be switzerland and not put a put a driver on there get you some forward bite apparel that's cool looking stuff every racer wants it uh, also checkered the race hub you guys head over to checkered and uh we can we can chat it up over there and look be cool on social media instead of being we, we ain't gotta worry about elon musk buying out checkered i don't think i mean i imagine you know, if he want to drop a couple billion in there, they might <laughs> be selling checkered. But we can say we was 
some of the first in there. I, I'll I'll be one of the officers for him. Oh, Elon Musk <laughs> officer. I like the sound of that. I don't know. I don't know. You know, you get paid a few millions. I'd take it. <laughs> I'd take it. Just saying. <laughs> but anyway, guys. All right. Well, I reckon that's going to wrap it up for us this week. Um, appreciate Landon coming back on. Thank you. Come on. You'll probably be on a few more because I know Cole's got a few more baseball games on Monday nights. He will, but will my dad's um legend car work find out on the ne- next episode yeah find out on the next episode of chicken bone alley all right guys appreciate y'all hanging out with us see y'all next week see ya